Welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. Here's your host, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. It's Angela Profit, your event and productivity therapist, coming to you from the heart of Music City in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the event industry, what we have learned from them, and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the hospitality industry. Today, I'm joined by the best communications and event consultant in the business, Allison Burry. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. I'm so excited to share some of our past experiences together. We've definitely been through some unique situations over the years. What are we discussing today? Today, we are talking about medication. And if you are starting a new medication as a bride to make sure you test it out before your wedding day. Well, tell us the story. What happened at this wedding? Well, at this wedding, this bride was very much type A, in a good way. Like, she wanted things perfect. She was very accountable. She was a very successful professional, and she wanted things to be perfect. And she hired some of her vendors before we were involved, and just knowing our past experiences with some of these vendors for example, the transportation, Um, I probably knew in my head that things weren't just going to go as perfectly as we thought. And a lot of these times, like we can just fix it in the background. The client never really sees or has to know what's going on. But at the final vendor meeting, after I had gotten to really know her and how she reacts to things that don't go perfectly, I suggested to her to see her primary care physician and talk to him or her about getting something for anxiety to just calm down a little bit so she could sleep at night, get some good rest, and just you know not be so overwhelmed because I wanted her to enjoy her wedding weekend. Everyone was from out of town. She was so concerned about all of her guests and their travel arrangements and getting to the hotel and getting their welcome boxes and You know, almost to the point of to where she was so obsessed about it, she wasn't enjoying herself, which just makes me sad. So she told me that she did go to the doctor and she did get something for anxiety. um, But that's as far as it got, like the week before the wedding. And then it was never brought up again until the night of the wedding. So throughout the day, she seemed very chill and I thought to myself, either she you know, took the anxiety medicine or she really sees how we're working and our team works together because she was getting ready where everything was happening. And we were constantly popping in and checking on her just to make sure she was doing okay. And, um, you know, there's some things that we just can't hide. So, like, for example, she had arranged all the transportation from a company that we have not had good experiences with for a special VIP bus for the guys and for the wedding party. And then the guest had buses. And, you know, when transportation is running behind, I can't do anything about it. And it was raining outside and it was a Catholic mass. And the priest told me 
the night before at rehearsal, this wedding has to be on time. I have another mass across town, so you have to be on time. And they didn't want to take any pictures before. And so literally the bus was going to pull up. The bride and her dad were going to get off the bus and walk straight down the aisle. Like that's how close we were cutting it. Which I don't really love to do that, especially on a weekend downtown with traffic and sporting games and rain. And it was just not a good idea. But I said I would roll with it. So of course the bus is late. It's supposed to take the guys over who were supposed to be ushering the guests in. Um... And that same bus had to drop the guys off, make a loop, and then come back and get the bride and her father. And so the guys were downstairs in the lobby waiting. They got a little distracted at the bar. So some of them didn't ever make it onto the bus. So then they had to Uber or take a taxi to the church, which wasn't that far away, but it was raining and there was a lot of traffic. So then the bus got back for bridesmaids, bride and dad, and of course, the bride and the dad are texting and calling me like, like I can do anything about the traffic or I could do anything about the bus getting there any sooner. And the dad's like, should we get in an Uber to get to the church? I'm like, calm down. The bus is almost there. The Uber's not going to get here any faster. Just calm down. So in the meantime, the priest is semi-cussing at me, raising his voice, that he told me the day before that he has another mass, and now he's going to be late. Now it's my fault. Well, no, actually, the transportation company had their paperwork wrong, even though we confirmed by phone, and they opened the timeline because I got a read receipt email that they got the timeline. And so let's just say like that little situation didn't start the day off really well. And her dad was very angry. Um, Really, you can just tell like he's a very powerful businessman the way that he was taking it. And so, of course, I'm trying to smile and say, okay, you're here now. It's time to get married. Let's smile. Let's be happy and let's move on. And so I think that right after the ceremony, they immediately started drinking like champagne and, you know, the wedding party. And um, it was pretty hot outside that day, muggy along with the rain. And so I could see where they would get dehydrated. Cocktail hour was supposed to be outside on this beautiful terrace, but because of the weather, um, the bride was really adamant. Like if there's not rain coming out of the sky, she wanted cocktail hour outside And when it was that windy up that tall uh, in the building, like all of the tables fell over and the glasses, the beautiful vases that were holding the flowers fell and shattered and there was glass everywhere. And so I'm like, okay, we have to move everything in. Like we can't do this. And so the champagne and the bar had all been set up outside already, but we decided to move it in. And then the guys that worked at the hotel, the bartenders, thought they would get ahead of themselves and, like, be ready for the crowd because I told them the wedding started a little bit late. They're kind of stressed out. So all of a sudden, they, like, bring the bar inside, and I'm off doing something else. I have no idea what's happening. And then Allison comes around the corner (laughs) and tell what happened. This was crazy so I was with the girls in one of the rooms they were just kind of like staged over there and all of a sudden like the doors were shut and we just hear these like literal gunshot noises and we all kind of just stopped and looked at each other and everybody looks at me and they're like what is that and I was like well I guess I'll be the brave one to go out and see what the heck is happening 
So I walk out into the hall, and they were they weren't like really quick after each other, but it was just like every once in a while this really loud popping sound. And I was like, "What is that?" So I stood out there for a while and tried to follow the noise where it was coming from. So I ended up going down the hall, and I found this big container of ice with all the champagne bottles because they were having a formal champagne toast. And the staff at the hotel was trying to be very proactive in removing like the little tin foil wrapper and the little silver, I don't know what you would call them, but the little silver thingies that you have to like twist off the champagne before you can take the cork out. And they were just trying to be proactive to like get that done. So they had unscrewed all of those little silver things and taken them off. So it was just the champagne bottles in the ice water but the corks were still in it. And so they had been sitting there long enough and champagne is obviously bubbly. And so all of the corks start blowing out of the champagne <laughs> bottles. And so what we thought were gunshots was actually all of these champagne bottles, like the corks just popping out. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen because there were like a hundred of them in there. And these corks are just flying across the hallway and there's champagne like bubbling over. Thank God it wasn't a hallway anybody was gonna be standing in or walking through. And so I was like, oh my gosh, and I'm the only one in the hall. And so I'm like rushing to go and try and find some staff, but I don't know, like they had thrown away all the little silver things. And so I was like, well, I guess we're just going to have to let this happen and hope that we don't like lose a lot of champagne when it bubbles over the edge. But I went back in and I was like, don't worry, you're all safe. It was just the champagne. Like we'll move on. But it was one of the more funny things that I've ever heard. But there were many other things that happened that evening as well. Yeah, there were some other interesting things, and that was even pre-cocktail hour. So the night went on. The dinner was great. The decor was beautiful. We had a few little snafus with the linens, but we fixed it. And the bride and groom were happy with everything. So happy that I just think that they were really partying maybe a tad bit too hard. And she had a dancing dress that she wanted to change into after all of the the formal things happened, like the cake cutting, the toast, all the special dances. And she was ready to come out of her dress and get in her cute little comfy-er dress that didn't have, like, fabric at the bottom so she could, like, move and dance. So... I'm out there checking on her, and she's like, I'm ready to change, but I don't have a few things, um, like my shoes and my garter. It's up in my room. And so I'm like, okay, well, I have a key. I'll run up there. Which bag is it in? And she's like, I don't know. Just grab them all. And I could tell she was drunk, but, like, she still seemed to carry on a conversation with me. Okay. So I'm like, I'll meet you back in your dressing room. And so I expected to come go get her stuff. You know, I grabbed a bunch of bags. I found the shoes. I found the garter. I expected to go into this room and, like, maybe see, like, her and her maid of honor, like, waiting for the dress. <laughs> no. So I opened the door. And just to paint the picture for you, we're high up in a hotel. And the curtains are all open. And it's all glass windows. And there was, like, a concert going on across the street downtown. And so anybody could see in. And so I go in, and she is butt naked, squatted down, like acting like she was about to, like, go potty on the floor. So I'm like, whoa, 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 what's happening? Like, what's wrong? And she's like, the bathroom's just too far away. And she was proceeding to use the restroom on the floor, and so I'm like, okay, no, 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 like, let's get your dress on, and then I'm going to take you to the bathroom, like... 
And at that point, I knew that she had way too much to drink. And it didn't, like, there was so much happening in the background. Like, the medication never dawned on me that maybe she had taken some anxiety medicine. Um, So I get her back out there, and, you know, time's up. Like, it's midnight. It's time to go home. The band's done. And she gets really angry. And she wants to keep partying. And she's like, it is my day and my wedding. And she's like... She threw a fit. She threw a fit. fit in front of everyone. Yeah. Oh, and her <laughs> friends, like, a few of her friends, she, like, made them cry. I'm like, well, I'm like, y'all, she's just, she's had a stressful day. And, um, you know, she doesn't mean that. And one of the girls, she's like, oh, I know. I was her roommate. Like, I know how she is when she drinks too much. I'm like, okay, good. And so, you know, we finally, like, get everybody out. We couldn't even do the exit because people were so hammered. So we, we did it, like, on the dance floor, which actually turned out really cool. Like, the pictures looked awesome. Um, and then they went on to an after party downstairs at another bar. And we finally got the bride and groom upstairs. And she's like, y'all stay and hang out. And, like, look at all these presents. And we're like, it's your wedding night. No, we have to clean up. Like, you guys have fun. It was the two of us (laughs) and the bride and groom in their honeymoon suite. And she's like, you guys stay. Will you guys hang out with us? Like, we're going to open our cards. Will you stay? And we're both like, no. (laughs) We're like, you guys need time. Like, they were very social people. And they had a lot of friends. And, you know, that's cool and all. But we had to clean up. So um, the next morning, she had called multiple times. But apparently, my phone was on vibrate. And I didn't hear it. So then she calls Allison multiple times, and Allison answers. Yeah, I remember I was in the shower at one point. I missed, like, the first three calls for some reason. And then I saw that I had three missed calls from her, and then she called again. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? And so I answered it, and she was like, hi. And she, it was so funny. And she was just kind of talking and talking about nothing. And then I was like, well, what's up? What do you need? And she was like, well... I was just wondering, like, how bad I was last night. Like, could you... I don't really remember much of it. Could you tell me what happened and, like, how bad did I act? And I was just like, you were fine. Like, you know, I mean, nothing bad. Like, I mean, you just wanted to keep partying at the end, but it's okay. We're glad you had a good time. And, like, totally did not tell her many of the things that happened. But she doesn't need to know because only we know. And she will never... is none the wiser. Um, but we definitely learned a lot from that wedding and had a lot of interesting experiences and we'll know in the future if anyone ever wants to take some medications to tell them to prep beforehand and take it at least once to know how they respond. But Angela, what was your biggest takeaway from everything that happened that day? Well, and with my background being in healthcare, I told her, which I did talk to her after the wedding, and she did tell me. She's like, I took some anxiety medication, and I said, did you try it before? And she's like, no, I took it the morning of the wedding. I'm like, I told you not to do that. And, um, and you know, medication can do that. I guess you just black out, and you don't remember what's happening. And, you know, that kind of stinks. So I really felt awful. Um I guess just my biggest takeaway was, like, you got to be ready for anything. Like, I've never walked in on an adult using the restroom on the carpet because (laughs) they just don't remember what they're doing. Um, And then one really, really valuable thing is, like, when it comes to transportation vendors, like, compromising just for a cheaper price, like, we cannot tolerate that. We cannot work with people who cannot be on time, 
who don't do their homework to see what events are going on downtown. And then when I followed up with the company, of course, her dad's like, I want ever, I want my money back because they didn't do what they say they were going to do, which they did refund them. But still, even me having to have that conversation um, was really bad because the, no one wanted to take accountability. And I know they got the timeline because, again, I got the read receipt email. And so in their follow-up to us, they, they were never like, I'm sorry. It was just really, really unprofessional. And so when transportation is driving the entire event timeline to the ceremony starting on time, we take it very, very seriously to work with the one company that we know that we can always count on. So to sum it up, I would just say don't bend on the vendors when you don't know if you can trust them or not. Great. Well, Angela, can you share with our listeners some of the different products and resources you have available to help wedding and event planners? Absolutely. You can visit the blog on the website, and there's lots of great articles and resources available there, which it's angelaprofit.com. You can sign up for tips and resources and be part of our email list. We'll send you all kinds of juicy details. We do webinars and live events, so watch social media for more about that. Awesome. Well, Angela, thank you so much for sharing your valuable advice with us today. I can't wait for next week to tell more of our incredible experiences together. And thank you, Allison, so much for joining me. And thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today on Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design. Tune in next week to learn more from our past experiences. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with other wedding and event professionals. Be sure to subscribe today so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Weddings Unveiled. I'm so passionate about helping other event professionals, and with my background in psychology, I appreciate that our best selves develop from real-life situations. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for more tips on how to grow your business. And if you have a question or an unresolved issue that you want guidance on, connect with us on angelaprofit.com. For more valuable resources, again, visit the website. And until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Weddings Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time for more insights to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. For more great resources, head over to angelaprofit.com.